Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Soap Dish Port Charles Style. I am your host, Tony Ann, and with me this week I've got Dylan and Nick. Say hello everybody. Hey guys. Hey y'all, long time no talk. We are back on our recap game, and a bit of a slow news week. There's only one bit of news that we missed, and it's that Cassie DePaiva is returning as Blair. She will air on Friday, September 15th, and Monday, September 18th. How do y'all feel? Because I'm confused. Um, If it ain't to wrap up that one dangling thread from years ago, I don't care. Same. Yeah, same. Because I like that. There's nothing that I can, there's no story happening on Canvas right now that I think that she would easily slide into. And I don't want them making her Martin's wife because I just don't want that. Um, that story is random enough. Please don't. <laughs> like, it's all just a bunch of randomness that is unnecessary. So I would just like to hopefully get something good out of it, like maybe the return of Ted King. That would be great. Yeah. And otherwise, keep it. Yeah, because I don't like it, it was weird when they announced it. I'm like, she's on days, and I realized, oh, they still taped six months in advance, which technically she's not on days right now. So it was she's a airing bit on weird. days, but she yeah. filmed it a horse age ago. Yeah, so it was a bit weird, but then I had to remember they filmed so far apart. But yeah, it's it feels I really, I genuinely hope it's, it's to tie into that Ted King, Thomas Delgado, Alcazar mess same because otherwise yeah why yeah it's just a no for me <laughs> but that was it for the news so we can head into our critical cases first one Sonny is arrested for violating the national securities act and everyone spirals to figure out how and why uh, so what do you what do y'all think is the reason behind Sonny getting arrested. Who do you think found the evidence that Dex threw away and turned it into... (laughs) You big dummy. (laughs) He's such an idiot, yo. The public trash. Dumb motherfucker. Because at this point, we have three options. Miss Wu has had it this entire time. And waited until Sonny pissed her off enough to use it. Because she ju- he just told Miss Wu no, like, either the same day or the day before he got arrested. I, I binge-watched two weeks of GH in one day, so forgive me if I'm getting my timing a little bit off. So there's that. Then you've got Jocelyn, who apparently hasn't had sex in, in a week and is a little <laughs> bit angry about that. And oh, that flared up her need for vengeance against Sunny. Um, and then you just have the fact that Dex is a dumbass, threw it in the public trash, and the feds actually found it. Or shock of all shocks, this could all be fake evidence. Because we also have the weird fake evidence that Betty found on his computer. So I don't know what the hell this is, but I'm definitely intrigued. 
Well, I don't think it's the fake evidence because of what he's being charged with. Yeah. I think it's the real evidence that wasn't disposed of properly. I just don't know how they got it. Um, yeah, it's it's a clusterfuck, but it's it's not it's not boring. It's and intriguing because everybody's it's a, flailing. Yeah, and it's interesting that Nina gets to see exactly what damage her lie did, because in a weird way, everybody is in the same the same kind of danger now that they were when Sunny was presumed dead. So she actually kind of gets to see the damage of her life from a whole new perspective. I don't think they'll play that angle, but it's still very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. I, I don't... Like, it, it was... all Seeing all the moving parts, I wasn't a fan of them... It seems like they're going to gloss over the fact that Michael is the reason this this evidence even exists. Or are they just holding on to that? I don't know. I think they're holding on to it because they don't actually know what the evidence is yet. We know because we're the audience and we've watched this entire journey. But the people who knew about Michael's hatred towards Sonny, which were Carly and Dante questioned him instantly so it hasn't been forgotten but until we know what the evidence is and if it is in fact the evidence that Michael asked for we can't really play up that full beat yet yeah because he brought up to Christina when she came to see him and I'm like they're not going like she asked he was like oh I don't think he's going to get out of it this time and it sounded like it speak. It sounded like a little bit of guilt because, like, he knows how airtight the evidence was, because he got Sunny on camera with these people doing, moving some sort of weapon, whatever it was. He they, he bought a giant kazoo. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm. I hope they do bring that up at some point. That he's the reason. He and Dex are the reason this evidence even existed. And do you think they'll go so far as to say that Sonny choosing Nina is the entire reason that this happened? Because that's what put Michael on the course for revenge in the first place? Well, I can see someone that it, saying that in defense of Michael and trying to justify what he did. But just be mad and don't talk to him you ain't gotta send everybody to prison and now you think about your your brothers and sisters you weren't thinking about them before you know what I hate when y'all put me in a position where I have to defend characters that I despise (laughs) oh god okay cause you know that I have had beef with Michael since (laughs) his conception oh no (laughs) we're making you defend Michael and whatever you're about to say, but, you're likely not wrong. But go ahead. <laughs> but I just find it funny how a lot of the same people who were beating that Nina did nothing wrong drum. If you do a crime, it's hey, we you can't get mad for turning people in who committed a crime. They committed a crime. You're right. They he did. did the crime. Sonny <laughs> been committing big crimes since before Michael was even thought about. You are Michael, correct. the law-abiding citizen. If if Michael provided evidence, 
he did his civic duty. And if we can't be mad, if we can't be <laughs> mad at old girl, because Drew was currently doing push-ups in the yard, we can't be mad at Michael. Does that Y'all work? Y'all gotta when, keep that same energy. Does that work when uh, were Michael... Nina's motivations clean and clear? No, uh, no, not. no, they weren't. But Nina, that did there's not... no but. Were Nina's motivations clean and clear? They were not, and I was not. Were Michael's motivations clean and clear? Same, but he he also he he also basically manufactured the situation where it took place. Uh, He did, he He did, he made Sunny a mobster. He did that. No, but he put. Uh, Oh, he did. He he did that. So if Dex wasn't there, who'd have been there? Somebody that, de- somebody that would have destroyed the evidence properly. <laughs> Thank you. Was, so the crime would have still, the crime would have would have still, still happened. The crime would have still occurred. There just okay, never would have so, been a recording so, of said crime. That's... Uh, 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 and so what's your point exactly? Precisely. My point is that Michael made sure the evidence existed. So I don't know. Like it, I was not team Nina needed. Like t- team Nina was. Right, I was. Michael made up sure the evidence existed of the crime that Sonny would have committed anyway. Well, true, but I don't think the show. <laughs> that, is but why? Like why that. are there so many buts? Why are there so many? Like, no, you, you you did crime. You were doing crime regardless. You were doing crime before this boy was ever thought about. The crime that you did would have occurred whether or not Michael was in the mix, whether or not Dex was in the mix. True. Now, Michael being salty and vengeful and shady or whatever, hey, look, not my ministry. Lock all of y'all up as far <laughs> as I'm concerned. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm Stephen A. I'm here to tell you we don't, I don't care. I don't care. But what I'm not going to do is have like one set of standards for one character that I don't like because I don't like Nina either and have a whole different set of characters for another, a whole different set of standards for another character that I don't like. I don't like neither one of y'all. I don't like Sunny either. I am team everybody can get locked up. I don't like none (laughs) of y'all. I am enjoying everybody's downfall. I, I I am Meek Mill. I used to pray for times like this. <laughs> like, I will say I too am team Nina fucked up and Nina's going to get screwed because I live in the reality where as soon as Sunny finds out what she did, Sunny is probably going to call her a lying whore, throw her out of the house and throw barware at her head. Uh, See, Nina, weirdly Nina, enough, I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I'm not saying he's gonna forgive her, but I don't know if we're gonna get that angry, Sonny. Based on his reaction when he, the person who turned them in has been brought up in the past, and the fact that he's brought her, that person up to Nina and Nina sat there mute, yeah, I think for the fact that she lied to his face multiple times, we are going down the "you betrayed me" road. Oh yeah, and, definitely. And anybody who doesn't see that is either new here 
or in delusional land because they don't want their ship to break up. This Sunny and Nina have been on borrowed time since they got together. Yeah, because, because of the way they got together, there was no there was no if ands or buts about it. We're just getting closer to the end now. But yeah, it was never a matter of if; it that. was always when. When, whether they put her, whether they put him back with Carly or not, Sunny and Nina weren't going to last. And yeah. she, she's proving she's too insecure, and she's and insecure she's pr- about everything. And she's proving that she cannot handle this side of his business and this side of his life because she is panicking. And Carly, like when Carly is the one being like, you have to calm down because you can't show that you're panicked because then the sharks are going to circle. It was like, wow, Nina really truly cannot handle this. And Nina really truly did not know what she was getting into. Which is weird because you lived on Haunted Island with a whole ass cast of iron. Yeah. The wine could have been poisoned at any moment. (laughs) He didn't really love that side of Valentine either and couldn't really handle that side of Valentine when she saw it then either. So that weirdly tracks... It's just, it's fun. Okay, see, and again, I just find it funny how, <laughs> like, Silas is probably the most normal dude that she's ever she, been with. She's had, and calling him normal is a stretch. <laughs> so, like, but we went Franco. Yeah, Franco, Re- quote unquote, Rick- reformed Franco. Rick Lansing. Remember that brief yeah, that, marriage? Uh, <laughs> we try to forget that happened. <laughs> Valentine, now Sunny, and Jax. So maybe Jax is normal. Yeah, reasonably so, comparatively speaking. Definitely. Yeah, to the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> the actor may be trash, but the character wasn't. Yeah, like reasonably. Yeah, comparatively speaking, it's just like sis. If this is not for you. Stop! Stop getting into the crazy pool. <laughs> Just... you know, kind of what was Ava's point? Ava's like, "Are you sure you want to do this?" Go find a mailman and relax. Not, not, <laughs> like, ask Chase if he got any older detective friends. You could, you know, be, be, settle down with a PTA parent. Like, I don't know what to tell you, but this is clearly not for you rescue elizabeth from finn <laughs> like, honestly <laughs> we know he's your type and he looked like your, <laughs> your dead husband anyway so. not that <laughs> we'll know, ever acknowledge that you know they like to ignore that it's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid um <laughs> yeah this it i was definitely intrigued i was kind of i wanted to be jocelyn so bit but they would never do that yeah especially the way they were laying it on thick about how much Dex admires and trusts and basically is yes. in love with Sunny. <laughs> basically, yeah. How he, yeah, because as I, as I was like, oh, set sail. I was like, oh my God, I hope Jocelyn did it. I hope she did it so bad. I hope she did it. <laughs> as I said in our podcast group chat the other night, the good ship sex has set sail. <laughs> like, Lord. 
What's in, in that chicken piccata? He is in love with Sunny. Good God. Like, I thought I thought he was going to take a, a short walk off that pier into the ocean. He, the like, way he was anything, looking at that water when Jocelyn walked up, I swear to God, I thought he was going to just drown himself. For he was so distraught. Like, and the thing is, he doesn't even have the excuse that Jason had. Jason was brain damaged and he was running away from a family that smothered him and wanted him to be something he wasn't anymore. What is Dex's excuse? Like, I'm tr- they need part, because, to explain like, more. Sonny literally, like everybody else, he's saved in some way. Like he saved Stone from the streets. He saved, quote unquote, saved Jason from the quarter maids. He gave, like Xander was spiraling all out of control when he like stepped in and made him replacement replacement Jason for a couple of years. So like every other young guy that's fallen under like Sonny's mist has been in a situation where Sonny has like stepped in and stepped up and saved them in some way. Yep. I don't know what is going on <laughs> with that. I don't. And they don't want to explain it to us. So I'm hey. Okay. I the chicken piccata was good. I did apparently because <laughs> chicken was lovely. Been... I don't know what to... Like I don't know what else there is. Like, like is Sonny his biological father or grandfather? I don't, it's we just weird. Don't know. It's like what's what is it? And the funny thing is, explain he, this to me. He was here for a check and then stayed for Sonny. Yeah, that part. But the man hung you from a meat hook, and you're still saying, "Give me more." You were finna get sliced and diced like Christmas ham. And he, he must I, have a murder king. I don't it know. Just, <laughs> it doesn't like for for this for me to understand this and make sense of it, he has to actually be in love with Sonny. That's where they need to go. Like there's no other <laughs> intentionally or not, that is what is coming across on the yeah. screen. Like he like like Jocelyn's his beard. He is really in love with Sonny. <laughs> Clearly. Like, and if you're gonna go there, go there, but you can't just keep telling me, oh, I, he he's Sonny hasn't done anything for him. You just uh, like you know we know Sonny is a chaotic mess who has a savior co- savior complex. He wasn't Dex. He wasn't Dex's savior. That part he literally just hired him off the off, out the gym. Yeah, Dex was fine. He could have left. He didn't have to be in this mess. And he kept trying to say he chose this life for Jocelyn because he uh, was attracted to her, loved her, whatever. But no, at this point, he is choosing Sunny, and he is actively choosing Sunny over Jocelyn. You're yeah. like her brother wouldn't have put you in the mail, put you on at the mail room at yeah, Okay, come on now. Like yeah, he... this, this, sir, you couldn't wait tables. You could. The, the Kelly's is there. The Savoy is there. like, bruh, there are easier jobs. And Jocelyn is going to resent Sonny for Dex choosing him over her. She's not going to resent Dex. It's just weird. This whole yeah, it, it's it's very weird. Like she should be cussing Dex out and flirting with other and dudes it, because and instead she, <laughs> and instead she's instead she's crying because she can't get laid. Well, what's his name? Mo's son has come back next week. Maybe that's what we're going to get. <laughs> I doubt it. 
<laughs> but but I'm, I'm trying to be optimistic. Listen, uh, maybe he'll have some common sense because I'm still the public trash. You ain't never watched one episode of Dateline, not what listen to one true crime podcast, not what not one episode of 40. You ain't never watched Law and Order, bruh. I'm about to say like, that. Like, <laughs> like you're you're supposed to be smart. That's the entire reason Michael hired you. Well, the bar's in hell. Cause it's like <laughs> And that nigga ain't never been smart. (laughs) Now listen. It's the dumb leading the dumb. (laughs) No. No. We ain't never said that Milo was the the sharpest crown in the box. But Milo (laughs) would never have done this stuff in the public trash. No, he would not have. Pine Barrens, maybe, but. (laughs) (laughs) Then that's where they go to hide everything because they ain't never found shit there. Ever. Yes. Right. Maybe this, this, this life ain't for you. Find something else to do. It's not. Be a chef. Okay. <laughs> you can go work at Kelly's. Oh, he can work at Sonny's restaurant. I'm trying to get him away from Sonny. I really am. I don't want to see him. That's not what Sonny. he wants. <laughs> <laughs> he said, my man, my man, my man. Next is Sonny. That's the only thing that makes sense. Yep. And on that note, we can move on into our next critical case. Lucy and Maxie find out Tracy is the one suing them and grapple with the fact that Brooklyn betrayed them. Are you guys confused on what Tracy's motivations are for all of this? I don't know what's going on. I, 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 <laughs> listen, I freely admit I am lost in this story. I don't. I don't. I'd, uh, huh. I feel like Tracy is working for someone. So do I. I, I don't, don't know who know Tracy who. is working for, but Tracy has the in at deception through Brooklyn. So Tracy is the weapon in which someone is using. And Jackson is the lawyer because they also represent the real person behind all of this. But I just don't know. Oh, that's why Jackson's that- here? Okay. That's- <laughs> I, I assumed as much because I assume that the person who was claiming that the deceptor was their idea was Martin's wife or ex-wife, which is why Martin has been so please don't say that I'm the one who gave you the idea. Because Lucy got the idea for the deceptor while in bed with Martin. This was happening during Pillow Talk, so I'm guessing... The pillow talk was inspired by something his wife told him. So therefore it's stolen in that sense, but Lucy didn't realize she was stealing it because she thought the idea was her own, but it came from um, Martin's wife. This is so convoluted. I know. I realized as I was speaking that half of it didn't make any sense, but (laughs) (laughs) I was like, try to save it. But I'm like... (laughs) Girl, let it go. Let it go. Because this is this is a mess. I will say I like the I like that Brooklyn is like dumb with Tracy shit and like Brooklyn is actually hurt by what Tracy did. Yeah. And I also love that Tracy low key doesn't give a fuck. Well would you? You alive. You got money. Shut up. 
but she's also like realizing that she also low-key fucked up so it's like it's it's not boring it's just confusing yeah yeah and like when you like even tracy blackmailing brooklyn didn't make sense because chase already knew what happened yeah even even though we were pretending he didn't for the sake of the story and then when it came out again he still didn't care like why did not one fuck was given they don't they really don't think when they make people hold secrets over each other's heads anymore like you told him okay i guess you forgot that tracy told him to his face but you then you had her blackmail brooklyn then he found out again and still didn't care what was the point of all of this? What's also bothering me too is that Lucy and Maxie have not yet spoken to Brooklyn about this. Like they know that Tracy obviously forced her hand and they're very upset about it. And Brooklyn's upset too, but they actually have not had a scene together discussing this. Is she avoiding them? Listen, at the, I don't care if she's avoiding them. <laughs> if you fuck up my business, I am banging down your door and we are having this shit out. Like, I'm just, I, I, oh. like, I, I am not. What the point is. Yeah. I am, I am not chewing gummies and counting to 10. I am, I am knocking down your door and punching you in the face. Cause, like, at first I was like, okay, well, maybe this is Selena, like, doing some sort of hostile takeover because like remember when they went public with their stock or whatever and she was at the and she was at the meeting yeah i think she's one of their stockholders yeah but then i was like okay well that doesn't seem to be the direction we're going i don't know what's happening i really don't because i and- do not think tracy would be in bed with miss Wu. she no well Unless, like, it's some old, like, mob secret. Yeah, I was thinking that because Tracy's been involved with the mob a few times. But, like, I just, I don't, I don't know where we're going here. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm seated for the ride. I just. (laughs) Yeah, like, I'm seated, but confused. Yeah, like. Like it's it's not it's not unentertaining to watch. Like I can watch the story, and I can be entertained with what's on my screen. It just doesn't make any sense, which kind of confuses me and gives me a headache. Yeah, I don't, I don't like convoluted things when there when there seems to be no rhyme or reason for it. Like if it's gonna be convoluted, at least let me know why. I don't understand why any of this is happening. Yeah, I don't understand it either at all, to be honest. But it's a story featuring Lucy. She's getting she's getting airtime more than just for nurses ball prep. So I'm here for it. And I really enjoy Lucy and Maxie's relationship. So I love that like Maxie's also in a story that kind of fits who she is, because like Maxie being in this world also works. I just wish that this all made sense. And so help me God if the person that they're working for is Blair. I'm a flip shit. Like the only uh, the fact that that could actually work though. 
Because yeah, because like Blair had a cosmetics company that she named after her aunt. So it was called Melador. Well, not her like her mom and then her aunts ah. after after Melanie, Addie, and Dorian. And I don't remember what happened to it. Like I'm not even gonna cap. I I can't remember what happened to it. I know Cord bankrolled it initially. And it was a thing for a while. Was that Cassie Claire, uh, class Cassie Blair or Asian Blair? I think it started with Asian Blair, but I know that Cassie's Blair was. Because I know whatever, what, whatever company she had when she was married to Asa that Asa helped bankroll, Asa then took from her in the divorce. Yeah, no, nah, Melador was a thing for a minute. Okay, because it was yeah I'm pretty sure it was Cassie's Blair because I think it also like tied into the whole like Serenity Springs thing with Luna and Max okay so uh, Michael and I should be getting to all of that soon in our One Life to Live binge then so yeah like Blair does have a background in the cosmetics industry so she they could be sliding her into that story that may be why she's showing up I don't know I'm y'all <laughs> don't don't get me to lying to you i'm just i don't know what they're doing and this is like one of the the times where i like legitimately don't have even a theory because it's i don't know it feels random as hell yeah yeah i don't know why they and honestly to be to be honest I, i'm kind of shocked that jane elliott came back for this like she literally came out of retirement for this story, and so far nothing has seemed worth it. Was it was it for this particular story? I believe so. I could have sworn there was something else going on when she got here. I mean, it was the 60th anniversary into the Eddie Main of it all, into this. Well, this into Eddie Main, but still. She came back. Else. She came back, <laughs> saved Ethan, and then they segued her into the deception of it all. Now we don't know who was backing her for saving Ethan either, because I don't think she had that money on her own. Yeah, I don't know. I could, they had, if I could refuse to believe Tracy. I mean, Jane Elliott came back just for this. I refuse. <laughs> refuse to I believe it too, because it doesn't make sense. There has to be more. There's something they're not telling us. <laughs> Do we have anything else we want to add to this story, or shall we move to the next one? Oh, we can move. We can roll. All right. Curtis is adjusting to being home. Anna comes by to apologize, and Portia lets her have it. This caused quite the uproar on Sof Twitter, and I wonder where we're going to fall when we discuss this before we get to the Anna of it all um I just want to say as a blanket statement uh for me Curtis is even more annoying than he was before he got shot and I didn't think that was possible I um well I, I'm, I'm not a fan of the Curtis's paralyzed story I don't like it I haven't liked it from the beginning it is what it is Anna, Anna got what she got. 
I mean, I don't say she deserved it, but she got what she got. Um, she went over there not knowing if Curtis actually wanted to see visitors because as far as everyone else knew, he didn't. She was surprised he let her in the house. And I don't remember exactly what Portia said to her. Can someone refresh my memory? Basically, Portia blames her for what happened to Curtis and that she can live whatever life she wants, but she needs to be mindful of the people around her because you guys live this like super dangerous life, but then don't think about the consequences of the innocent people around you. It's basically the general gist of the conversation. Okay. Yeah. And like Portia's being a meddlesome, nosy, meddlesome, judgmental, bitchy character. Join the club. It's just like it's at this point, she acts like most of the canvas. It's not. I, the, but there, also, whether you whether you agree with her, with her take on things or not, that that feels like it. A like I don't think Portia was going to be nice to Anna if she blamed Anna you know like everybody was acting like Portia's like a big bad supervillain now and I'm just like no she's reacting as a woman whose husband got shot by a bullet that was likely meant for Anna like she had, she had the same energy for Sunny it's just that Sunny never was the, never the direct target because it, it was filtered through Spencer yeah, and if Sunny has so y'all don't up find it funny. See, again, I'm gonna inject a little logic, and I'm just gonna ask y'all a very basic question. Okay, feel free. Who is Trina's best friend? Jocelyn. Jocelyn. Where did Trina spend most of her time when she, when we saw her, and she was in high school? Sunny's. What does Sunny do for a living? He's a mobster. Mm. What 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 was Portia's complaint again? I'm confused. Remind me. Portia's complaint was that Sonny and Anna should be mindful of the people they're around because of the lives they live. Uh, and, and she let. So y'all see where I'm going with this, right? Yes. And and oh, by the way, where where was where was Trina's internship when she was in high school? With Ava. What the, Which, what? She did have an issue with it, though. I'm sure. sorry. When I have an issue with something that my high school children were doing, they didn't do it. Fair point. I'm saying, like, that was my problem with that particular scene when it came to Portia. That was one of my problems. I had another very specific problem. So, you, so you're it, saying Portia picks and chooses when to basically hold up the violence that like hold people accountable for the violence that comes into her kid's life or like to her family's life? That part. And also you're married to a man who was a PI was an informant you're also your last husband was a police officer at any given point any they could be targeted for anything that they did in the past true however with those two particular situations she took steps to make sure trina was safe she didn't tell 
Curtis that he was her father. Trina Where's Curtis right now? Now, but Where's Curtis Trina, right now? At her, at her, at his house, at her house. Mm, <laughs> where's Trina right now? Living there too, but she also. I, I love how y'all keep trying to. <laughs> she all she also didn't. Trina didn't even grow up with Taggart's last name, and Did she Trina said that was the reason. Did yeah, yes. Yes. Like, I, 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 I'm like, not I, saying. I understand that you are a Porsche apologist and you're going to ride for your girl. She's my girl too. But no. Oh, do, like, do I... be, like be consistent with your shit. If that's your issue, that's your issue all the time. I don't disagree with that statement. Porsche's a big hypocrite. She's been that way since she got here. Like that's not new. And I think that's my biggest issue with the reaction. Because people are acting like Portia hasn't been a hypocrite since she showed up. And also people are acting like she ran through a Sunday school with a butcher knife, but that's also a separate issue. Um, yeah, but that, like this is who Portia is. She's just no longer nice about it. I will say I do hope that uh, when she finds out all about all of the dealings that Curtis had with Selena Wu, that she keeps that same energy and kicks him out of the house. I'm the sad part of it. And I when she, she doesn't, that's 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 what I think. I don't think that's happening. And when she doesn't, then we will be on the same team you are on now. Because like that—that that was my problem with it. I, and also just like the, I get that like human reactions are messy and imperfect, but it's like you are a whole doctor. You've never lost a patient and had somebody like blame you for it. Like that bullet didn't have no name on it. There's just like I don't know. I just like the whole like an, what Anna's not supposed to breathe air around people. I noticed one thing that annoys me about the writing for a lot of the show. I think we were talking about this. They kind of dance around the subject often. Like, they'll have Portia say shit to people she doesn't like or she has issues with, but they don't have to really say what's really the issue. My big issue with Anna showing up there is, as far as she knows, the people that are after her are still after her. She won't even go see her own family because of... That's a different thing, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they have Portia address things, and she could have points, but they never have her address the right thing, so her points are valid. They have her address or do or say weird shit about the most about things that kind of invalidates every argument she has. And that's what bothers me. And it feels deliberate at this point because they do it with Spencer, too. That was like that was the other thing that bothered me about those specific scenes. Um, 
was that they took great care to make sure that Curtis was protected in those scenes because he's not mad at Anna at all. Yep. And honestly, I would prefer, even if it's misplaced anger, I would much rather his misplaced anger be at Anna than at Portia and Trina. Even if it's not misplaced anger, misplaced resentment. But he he doesn't have an issue with Anna. And Dylan, you just said it. They always go out of their way to protect everyone in the situation except Portia. Mm-hmm. And it's consistent. So it's telling me it's deliberate. Yeah, very much so. And it's like, I can I can be critical of her, but still be very mindful of what is happening with this writing. Yeah. So there's like, even with my critiques, of her it's they're very targeted to like this is the issue because the way in which people have reacted to like there was an an, an article uh, yeah where they were She's like the true uh, villainous yeah i'm like y'all doing a lot a lot they, they always they do all, a lot thing is they always do a lot with portia like Remember the poll about who's worse? And yeah. they had Portia on there because she lied about Trina's paternity? Like, like oh, they got properly dragged for that. Like, we y'all, see you. <laughs> right? Like, y'all want her to be this big, bad villain is so, so bad. bad. And and sh- and I think I think a lot of it, too, are a, and a lot of Spencer and Trina fans are making her into that because she's roadblocking them as well in a sense so it's like magnifying like their reaction to her behavior is magnified because they hate what she's doing over here so they're going to make it 10 times worse oh for sure yeah it's like it's ample like okay Portia doesn't like Spencer she doesn't lie about that she can't stand the motherfucker she will she will do anything she can to keep them apart she hasn't actively done that she's kind of playing the seeds of doubt she's been a bit manipulative and she's the worst person in the world yet spencer is living a life where he's making a life with the woman that tortured trina and tried to send her to prison and yet he's misunderstood like they they go out of their way to constantly there's no nuance in the writing for um for Portia and I think because th- to be honest I think a lot of the reactions would co- probably be similar with or without the nuance but I think nuance would help a lot and JH doesn't do that with her it's very oh she's this is her stance on one thing whether it makes sense or not, we're going to run with it. Whether it's consistent or not, we're going to run with it. And again, this is the audience you have. This is the audience you've cultivated. Everyone's not going to th- think critically about everything you have her do. And she's already fighting an uphill battle. Take some care in how you ha- approach these situations. Because oftentimes she could have valid points but you didn't ever make the let her make the valid point 
even if she was bitchy, if she would have said, did you guys find who um sh sh shot him? No. Didn't they just burn down your house? Yeah. Why are you here? Like, why? <laughs> that would have that would have been very straightforward and very consistent. And everyone, everyone would understand exactly why she's reacting the way she she's reacting. I, I, un, I un, if she would have said that, like, I understand it because that's how I thought of it. But that's not what Portia said. Have Portia say the things that are very clear and concise and make sense. But they don't do that. And they go out of their way not to have her do that. And it's exhausting. But to be honest, this entire storyline is exhausting. Like, to be honest, you know what is, she reminds me of Hillary on YNR with less psychotic tendencies. Like, it's just, yeah. she's all over the place all the time, inconsistent, everything's an issue. But when you when she actually has valid points to make, they don't let her make them. Hillary rarely had valid points. She was sometimes, <laughs> but like, Portia could be right, even if she is mean most of the time. They just don't let her be right. And they bend over backwards to make sure she looks crazy. And it's yeah, bothering that me. part. Yeah, it's it it's definitely hitting wrong. Like I wasn't bothered by her stance in those scenes, but I can see, Dylan, what you're talking about when you point out the um hypocritical angles of those scenes. But they are definitely throwing Portia under every bus they can find. And I hate it here because I love her. And like, like they're logically, you can understand, logic because they do this all the time. You can understand why they would do it with Spencer and Trina. I don't agree with it. It's fucked up. But they always sacrifice the nearest Negro for a white man and whatever ship he's in that's not new the, what was all. the reason what was the reason with anna like finola hughes is a big girl Anna's a big girl anna can be wrong what was the reason in this situation why would you have Portia rather the that bus scene again? been would you rather that scene have been with sunny rather than anna because it felt like and this is just me it felt like they were almost setting portia up to fail by making that scene be with Anna. Because then you have Anna's fans looking at Portia funny on top of the way everybody else was already looking at her weird. So it, it, it feels like they set her up to fail even more by making that scene with Anna over Sunny. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, yeah. It, makes, it makes sense. I think people would have still had the same issue, but not as much because it would have been Sunny. Exactly. Like he's a career the, he's a career criminal like those issues that dylan had would still 100 percent be there and any issues that came up would still hopefully not have like the reaction would hopefully not be as bad but i feel like putting putting it against anna just set her up to fail because then you're going to have all of Anna's fans going after her. Particularly when Anna literally climbed all out of her near deathbed to go rescue Portia's child. Yeah. Like, they could not have set her up 
anymore. Yeah. They did try. So you can't like, even say if they tried because it's very like, clear. It, honestly, the, they just needed her to punch a baby and run over a kitten. <laughs> like, <laughs> there was, it, mm, the thing well, that frustrates me so much when it comes to Portia is the way that people simply accept the the lack of care that she's being written with cuz it's like when it's spencer doing things like oh it, say it say it <laughs> when when it is spencer doing things that are suspect and and that are hurtful and and that are not okay Y'all are very aware of, oh, this is illogical, this is out of character, this is agenda-driven, this is plot-driven. And y'all refuse to drag. Trina, but too. It's, but no, see, actually, Trina's not always shielded from that. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but when it's Portia, when it's Portia, y'all are... Y'all are more than happy to get in there and play rock'em sock'em robots with her. Suddenly, y'all can't see the smoke. Y'all, <laughs> you know, suddenly y'all can't recognize what's going on. Suddenly, y'all don't understand when something is is plot driven or when someone's being thrown under the bus or acting out of character. Or... I just find it funny. That and, and and I'm about to get in trouble, but I'm gonna say it because I feel like it needs to be said and it needs to be pointed out. That when you say you're protective of black female characters and the actresses who portray them, that's not supposed to just be the ones that you like that part you're supposed to have that energy for all of your sisters and a lot of y'all a lot of y'all a lot of y'all are showing that you do not your protection is conditional Th thank you for that brings me to my point <laughs> when they were at the bar spencer said some shit about Dex and Dex punched him and Trina went off on him and he said something and Trina walked away from him I came on Twitter and no lie I saw it on my timeline people having an issue with Trina for Spencer being who he is and her no longer standing for it or putting her foot down about it oh my god I remember we, because we had of, a discussion about it here on this podcast too I remember it I'm like oh so y'all only fuck with Trina as long as she fucks with Spencer wholeheartedly. And I, and I was like, I can't believe I'm seeing this. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm crazy. No, that's what it is. So I, as much as I love Spencer and Trina, I've kind of, kind of pulled back on my interaction with the fandom because of that. Because the moment I saw it, I'm like, oh, this is not genuine. 
you only go up for her because she likes the white boy you like. Like, I'm going to be dead honest. I don't think that I... I don't think that I make any secret of the fact that when I say I'm rooting for everybody Black, I'm rooting for everybody Black who is also rooting for everybody Black. Like, and, and you give me a choice between Trina and Spencer. I've left Spencer since. That's my baby. But 10 toes down, Trina Robinson all day, every day. Every time. Two times on Sunday. That's just where my loyalty is going to go. I am very protective of my sisters. And when I say I'm very protective of my sisters, I mean, I am protective of Trina. I am protective of Portia. I am protective of Jordan. If Valerie ever shows back up, I'm going to be protective of Valerie. I'm protective of Phyllis. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Dorit? Dorit? The new nurse. Oh, at yeah. Deanna? Deanna, yes. Hey. When I say that I am for Black female characters and the actresses that portray them, that's precisely and exactly what I mean. So I'm very mindful of the way that I critique their characters because I know that they're already in a position where they are fighting an uphill battle and they shouldn't have to fight it with their own folks. Y'all can take that however you want to take it. But I said what I said. I think that was my biggest issue with the reaction to Portia. Because it wasn't just people that didn't look like us taking this issue with her or just saying, oh, writing her off. Oh, she's terrible. She's awful. She's evil. This is a show where we're watching Gladys gaslight Sasha. We're going to get there. (laughs) Into oblivion. And no one's called her evil. Let, let's, like, let's just, the the like main that. character that we are supposed to root for is a mobster. And like, like I said, I'm I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that people have to be fans. I'm not saying that they have to to like her or agree with her stance. But be upfront about up it for her. I'm just saying, be mindful of the way that they position her in the writing yep. and be mindful of the things that you put out about her when you critique her because if Tiki Torch Timmy sees uh, all dragging the way listen it is what it is like it may not be fair but a lot of the time, because look, fandom is fandom and fandom is anti-Black in general and anti-Black woman specifically. And the ways in which you critique Black female characters publicly opens the door for all kinds of disrespect. And y'all are not very mindful of that. That's, that's all. all I'm saying. Just, just <laughs> take two seconds and think about what it is you're putting out there and think about the people who are following you on your critiques. Because and the y'all are tweeting you. 
because mm, y'all are opening the door for because uh, mm, hmm, hmm. all the support that you're getting when you say the shit you say about Portia ain't all good at all at all it it mm, hmm. <laughs> and it's it's not all coming from a good place and it's not all mm. I'm just saying y'all be a little more careful be a little more cautious be a little be a little more thoughtful like if you can if you can if you can work it out on Spencer's behalf or like any other character like it's wild to me because I will see people going up for Nina. Y'all will go up for Nina. Y'all will go up for Ava. Y'all will go like y'all will go up for these characters who have done horrible things. Way worse than Awful. what Portia is doing right now. Awful shit. Like, <laughs> like people are like, oh, she's a villain. The day she kidnaps a baby, the day she drugs a man and leaves him in a back alley, the day she slit somebody's throat the day like she starts tampering with medications with the intent to harm someone is the day i'll agree that Porsche's a villain until then she's not and like i said y'all don't have to like her i'm not saying that you have to like her i'm just saying be mindful in how you critique her that part uh, well, this has been very <laughs> Sorry. good. No, no, this has been an amazingly enlightening conversation and one of the reasons I love this podcast so much. I have no idea how to segue into our last terrible story, so I am just going to take <laughs> us there, bumpy ride and all. Speaking Cody, of evil. Right? <laughs> that part. Cody gets Ooh. in to see Sasha, figures out what's been happening, and breaks her out as Nina demands Gladys get Sasha released. So before we get to the Cody of it all, um, like I said, I binged watched two weeks of GH in one day. Um, so I'm not sure if this happened at the end of week one or this week, but the scene where her doctor, mm. where she woke up and she started screaming and running and she was like banging against the door and the doctor literally just drugged her into oblivion. Mm, yeah, that... Mm. That particular scene, like, there's very few things on soaps because they're very, very safe that make me, like, avert my eyes and mute my TV at the same time. I couldn't hear her scream, and I couldn't see what was happening. Watching her be held down up against a wall, up against a door that she's trying to get out of, and drugged until she's quiet. Ooh. It was... It hit, every, so, it hit every wrong mm. thing it could. Why? Why would? Why did y'all let that air? Why is this story a thing? Why is this story a thing? When Sasha, when Sophia very clearly did not go on a maternity leave, so I thought, okay, great, we're gonna lock her up in Bayview. I hate it here, but we're putting her in, in not Bayview, Ferncliff. Sorry, wrong soap. Um, <laughs> we're, we're gonna lock her up in Ferncliff until. Sophie's maternity leave is done. I hate it here. I want a hundred of things to happen, but I understand it. And then you mean to tell me that she ain't actually leaving? We actually get to watch this? Nobody asked for this. Nobody wants this. This is fucking terrible. Like, it's just... Oh, God. Like, just thinking about the visual again is making me sick to my stomach. Because why? 
and the thing is like I'm used to my faves being in abject misery because I watch UK soaps and that's just <laughs> like I'm sorry. <laughs> I got the reference. It's just hilarious because they always are miserable. But I listen, hey. <laughs> Chelsea Fox was crying for like two years, y'all. <laughs> Boy. I I'm like <laughs> so like I Mercedes the Queen is never happy. Ever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like I am made of some strong stuff, okay? I have I have been listen. <laughs> You don't know EastEnders like I know EastEnders. I have oh. been through some things. <laughs> like I am, I am used to my faves fighting for their lives. Basically. All the time. The constantly. weird thing is Sasha isn't even a fave, but she's become mm -hmm. one strictly because I want her hell to be out and done and over. It's like, y'all, y'all are dragging it now. Like, I... It has been nonstop since Dead Baby for Christmas. It's been a lot. And it gets worse. It keeps that part. Worse. That like part. Like, there's no consistent, like, even, oh, they're just torturing Sasha. It's getting worse. Like, and, there, it, and what's gross? Because, like, I've started to like Cody and Sasha. Cool. Me too. Why do we have to do this to get here? Like, that's not romantic. That's not sweet. That's not summer fun <laughs> just leave this like, none of this was mm -hmm. and then to like look I'm sorry I'm 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 like the Irish when Queen Elizabeth bit it I need Gladys in a box <laughs> Lizzie's in a box listen I need, <laughs> listen I need Nina I need Nina to un unhinge her crazy just just a little just a just a touch and just end Gladys's entire existence push that bitch off a cliff I'm out a window off a cliff i don't fucking care get her gone this it there's an, look i know theoretically this this is a genre where you you never say never and they will attempt to reform and do not do not do <laughs> not do it i don't want it i rebuke it in the name of every god you can think of and then some I just, I don't see a way back for Glad for Gladys from this. So I'm going to need y'all to get her gone. Jail is not is enough. Ferncliff is not enough. She needs to be a funny smell in the Pine Barren somewhere. Oh like I, Dude, there's ugh. we there's no you can't fix this. Don't try it. Don't try me. <laughs> They're going to try, y'all. They're going to try. Yeah. Damn it. Because <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't even think we like the actress enough for us to even rock with this because we barely tolerated her when her child was. We barely tolerated her child. So we barely tolerated her. We barely her tolerated child... her when her child died. We didn't care. Like, we didn't. Like, we didn't. She stopped being overly annoying. We, like, we could tolerate her existence because she was being nice to Sasha and she stopped being an overbearing bitch. And then Sasha, she slid off a cracker, as Dylan loves to say. And we saw the terrible writing on the wall and here we are. Now, mind you, just, just 
just to put this into some context for y'all, mind you that we love us some Tracy Quartermain and she once withheld life-saving medication from her father when she thought he was having a heart attack. Like <laughs> she literally just framed Alexis for driving drunk. Okay. She... <laughs> I, listen, I Liesel. Oh, Brett. Hey, oh, we have not seen her in a minute. I we have not. I I have found myself cheering on Liesel. So it's not like I don't let characters come back from things. I, I hey. I, I, I have done it. I have. I. But we will not for this. This is a universal. That, that part, like I love me some Ava Jerome, but this. Because mm. mm. even when even when Ava was fucking with Morgan's meds, that was a. I think that was a bit of a bridge too far for. I know it was a bit of a bridge too far for me, and I think it was for you yeah. too, based on the conversations we were having about that. Um. There's just something about fucking with a person's mental health that just hits a whole extra ick. I think what makes this different from that, because even though I'm like, that's one thing that I'm always going to hold against Ava. She's my girl, but she can hold that L. When Ava did that, she, her motivations were not Gladys's motivations for are self serving. Are so it it. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. Like my thing is, I think the problem, like low key, what the issue is, is it's all unnecessary. Yeah. Because had she simply gone to Sasha and asked, Sasha would have opened her purse. Yep. And, like, Nina is on Gladys's ass to get Sasha the fuck out. And if I'm a- home by tomorrow. I'm going down there myself. Like- <laughs> and I'm going to and I'm gonna need Nina to put on her thinking cap for a hot second. Do the math and realize that the reason that Sasha did what she did to Cody was because of Gladys. Because that little piece of information has not clicked for her yet. And I need it to. And then I need her to unhinge her jaw and swallow Gladys whole. Like, listen. Like a Leviathan. <laughs> yes. I, every time they go at it, I, I turn into a Nina stand. Get her. That's my, look, look at my girl. Get her again. Get her for me. Let's go. <laughs> like, because I, if, like Nina has the relationship with Sasha that makes this like makes her going up for her like being in her corner championing her cause it makes it have weight and like emotional meaning because that's like I, I get it I get it she's been all about Willow for the last you know year I guess or so or whatever but like Sasha's the daughter of her heart she loves that girl and I don't think that she's going to be particularly pleased when all 
of this comes out. And it should she ask Aunt Liesel for a favor, I am willing to look the other way. And, you know, hey, sometimes, sometimes you just got to give people what it is they deserve. And Gladys has been asking for what it is she deserves for a while now. A really long time. A really, 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 really long time. <laughs> but pivoting to the Cody aspect of it, um, I'm going to ignore the overacting Barry coming out of the Speed Force cosplay that was happening in Ferncliff. Shit, that reminded me of Peter August so much. I, don't <laughs> like, I was like, damn, I kind of miss Peter crazy. <laughs> There are some choices. Oh, this this is the scene that inspired that tweet. Okay, that yes. Now, <laughs> well, yeah, this, I, this is I Peter August that. light. <laughs> I'll be honest. I saw that and thought you got into the edibles again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was that, it. Was like I don't like this, but if you're gonna do it, go all the way there. And Wes Ramsey always went all the way there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, that. That make that makes sense. I I, I I understand where you were coming from now. <laughs> but I will say, once he found Sasha, put two and two together and got Sasha the fuck out of there, I was cheering him on like a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. <laughs> yeah, they were they're sweet. Okay, because when I, I didn't want to like them, but I'm when here. she did the are when she did the are you real and he's like yes I'm real here's my hand hold my hand like that touched me in my shipper heart and I wasn't expecting it to but those kind of moments get me every time on every ship that I've ever shipped so I was just like okay. I'm here now. I absolutely abhor this story. It is fucking terrible and it needs to end swiftly and quickly. But I he I am here. I support them and he got her the fuck out of that hospital. So more power to him at this yeah. point. Like I I despise the setup. Like why couldn't they just have nice moments throughout the summer? Why did we have to see her being tortured? And her having to pretend to be crazy to get put into a mental hospital so he could break her out of it. Like, that that was a very convoluted way to say, hey, I kind of like you. Like, it's just, right. it's, it was so much. But he's really sweet with her. And I didn't think I would ever like him, but I do. <sighs> and I'll accept the retcon that's coming because <laughs> we're here and I like him now and yeah. And honestly, because of that retcon that's coming, I actually like the parallel of him doing what Mac did with Dominique. Yeah. Like, I do like that parallel. And I love that Felicia's like, because Mac wanted to go help him because he's been there. And Felicia's like, no, you doing that could totally like fuck up his plan. Like, let him do his thing. Trust him. Yeah, it was. Oh. Him finally getting, I was just relieved they were outside. Like, oh, just, yes, just get her out. And at least they're consistent. They are going to consistently use the outside of their studio to escape from Ferncliff. They did it with Carly, and they did it again with <laughs> Sasha. <laughs> so at least yes. they are consistent. I am just never going to get over the fact that they really sent my girl to Ferncliff. Like. I mean, at least it wasn't Darkham. Might as well have been. 
Because like corn, not not even what what's that Spring nice Ridge. one? Carly went to Roselawn. Rose, there was Roselawn. Then you had Spring Ridge, which was the where, where Spencer and where Spencer was and Heather where was Heather and Ryan were. And where was Laura? Was it called Shady Brook? Shady Brook. Shady Brook yeah. Yeah, we had better options. Yeah, like why, why couldn't she go to Shady Brook? Like, <laughs> they really sent my girl to the home of the criminally insane. Like y'all were bugging. Yeah, that y'all was just... were bugging. We should have so... known it was up to some fuck shit when they said, "Oh, she's going to Frank." Oh, oh they. Oh, this is what. Well, we're doing. I mean, we knew we were. We knew we were in for some fuck shit when her doctor was the one who was drugging her. Yeah. And at least they made it clear that he's only doing it for money and that not that he and Gladys were fucking because I refuse to believe that Gladys gave it out that good. Oh, y'all are a mess. <laughs> I, I, I just pray that we're like at the end of this story. Yeah, Please. I just, I need, I, I just need and blessings and punishment and we can go on from there and here's the other thing i need i need sasha to have been clear-headed in the moment where cody was word vomiting everything where he made the connection to gladys where he made the connection to miss Wu, where sasha now knows that gladys has been gambling with her money i need sasha to remember that it's gonna be very interesting to see how they get her out of this conservatorship well for the simple fact that even if they don't get her out of the conservatorship they reassign her conservator to somebody else because gladys clearly cannot do it and i think under the circumstances of everything that happened i think in an emergent situation nina can become the conservator or even got like even cody or mac or somebody just just to get be a conservator in enough time for her to be able to show that she's okay without being fucked with. Yeah, like I was thinking Nina and Sunny as like a as a unit. Those and two. then you remembered Sunny's in lockup. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. that part. Oh, God. <laughs> that's that's, that's why that's why I'm saying because that's why Nina I'm kind of saying Mac. I feel fiance, I feel like so. I feel like Cody could go to Mac and say, please help us and Mac will do it. Or Lucy? Could Lucy do it? Somebody like Jesus. Because Matt, feel, Matt feels very out of the way. That's we because we landed on Gladys for a reason. Unless Sam does it. Unless Sam does it. Sam so, would make more sense. Certain people just feel so far removed from the situation. That's the weird part. So I said Nina and Sonny first, but then Sonny's dealing with his bullshit. Um Maxi and- or or um Lucy. Those are the only two that make sense because they're From closer the, to her. They're closer to her, but Sam helped Cody get in there to see her, so Sam could be another option. Actually, listen, I'll I'll take the mailman at this point. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's it's the thing with that is it's Sam helped Cody act crazy so he could get committed. It looks yeah. weird, like it just yeah. <laughs> and Sam's Which, fresh off a of felony. Yeah. Which is why I think Mac would be as weird as a choice as it would be. He is the c- commissioner yeah, he of looks police. Good on paper, they he looks, who looks good on paper. And I mean, Mac is the best one we know. Unfortunately, we know John Jay York is um, going on a leave soon. Hopefully, everything's okay. Um, but 
Yeah, they gotta. They have to. They have to end this immediately. Yeah, I'm. I'm yelling free Sasha like we was yelling free Britney at this point, (laughs) which I think is sort of the point of the story, ironically. Jesus, but like, no one wanted to see that played out on screen. Like, why would we? (sighs) To be topical, but this is not what we meant when we said tell a topical story. They really miss the boat every time we ask for that, don't they? The way we got to stop asking for this. <laughs> what were you saying before, Dylan? I was just saying, like, I I just need them to, when we're done with this, I need them to be done with it. Like, I need, I need Sasha to have her freedom back, her freedom and her autonomy. Like, yeah. I, I don't, I don't need any more I don't need any more anymore. (laughs) We're done. We're done here. We're so done. Because this has been a lot and it's all been so unnecessary. And I just. Yeah. I. I, We're done. Yeah. We we done, done. Like, (laughs) for real, for real. Don't, don't do it. Don't, don't, don't try that reform no road. we're not we're not going down there we, that road is closed that road is closed <laughs> i blew and, up the bridge it don't exist no more and exactly and on that note we have come to the end of our critical cases so we are going to move into our making the round segment we have diane asks robert for help with drew's case <sighs> nicholas is not ready to come home yet maxi moves into lulu's Eddie records a song with Olivia and Leo. Molly and TJ surrogate begins the process of getting pregnant. Brooklyn and Chase move in together. Gregory is ready to tell Chase about his ALS and Sprina spends some time at the pool. Dylan, what is your making the rounds pick? Um, I am going to go with Maxie moving into Lulu's because those children terrorists and it's entertaining as fuck child i see why she leaves them with mac and felicia so (laughs) (laughs) apparently they're scared of felicia she's authoritarian apparently (laughs) baby they need listen you never piss off grandma (laughs) (laughs) them babies were off the chain but also i understand Maxie had them stacked up on top of each other in that tiny apartment <laughs> for far too long. They can't stand each other right now. Yeah. <laughs> some space. When, when James was like, I got to pick my room and Georgie was like, no fair, I'm older. I get to pick first. Oh, that's right. Age before beauty. <laughs> that is Lisa Ulbricht's grandson. You can't right. tell me otherwise. <laughs> Like they, them, them, they have had it. They have had it with one another, and she is moving at just the right time because she was gonna come home and not have one of, one of her children. children. Also, where was Bailey during all of this? Child, hopefully somewhere safe because <laughs> they were a mess and a half. I'm just glad Maxie has a house. Me, Me too. too. I got to that one bedroom <laughs> apartment. I mean, she's lived in that apartment for 
damn long. For 15 years, she and it's Lulu. It's been since like 07. Yeah, right? 07. Yeah. Like, they moved in there when I started watching. Yeah, like 07, 08, because she lived there with Lulu. Then she lived there on her own. Then, then she and Spinelli lived there. Then she and Nathan lived there. Then, you know, Don't she and her Peter. And, her and Levi in between. Yeah, like she's lived a lot of life in that apartment. It was time to move <laughs> on. See, Spencer, a place just opened up. <laughs> I would love if that's like if that's how they're they're because I know Spencer and Trina are supposed to have some romance next week. If he surprises her with like a new place, I I know it won't happen, but I'm just saying I love it. Hey guy, hey, I'm trying to help, buddy. I'm trying to help. <laughs> but Dude, you, what are you? <laughs> I can imagine just I can imagine Spencer going into the apartment. <laughs> It's a hobble. Ew. Like, what is the, where's the rest of it? <laughs> Nick, what are you picking for your making the rounds pick? Um, I would say Nicholas is not ready to come home yet. Why? Get ready. I just like, <laughs> like <laughs> why though? Like, they always do, like, why couldn't he just still be in a coma and waking up and be looking for his sons? The man is well enough to jog. Get your ass home. Like, what is, what is, like, every time people, I try to give Nicholas the benefit of the doubt, he does the most awful shit to prove that he's an awful father. Again, like, stop abandoning your sons for whatever reason. Also, I need the writers to understand that Nicholas predates his relationship with Ava. Yeah, right. You do realize why they're doing this with Nicholas is to prove that Spencer's doing what he's doing with Ace for the right reason. Yeah, I know, but like it's a I don't lot. Agree. It's, they're, they're, I don't when, agree with it, but that's exactly what they're trying for. When Nicholas was a shitty parent before, there was more nuance. There was way more. And they've lost all of that. Ever since Marcus Coloma's version of Nicholas showed up, they've lost all the nuance of Nicholas not being the best at but him trying. He don't try no more. That's it's, fine. <laughs> it's very clear that Tyler brought the nuances to Nicholas more so than the writing did, I think. Probably and probably the writers that knew him better were the ones and the ones that were that created him were the ones then. So they knew more of him. The last two regimes don't know Nicholas, and it shows. Like, he, he's a terrible father. Okay. But he put in effort to try and not be terrible. This These versions of Nicholas do not try at all. I think the thing is, for me, is that, like, with Tyler's Nick, even when he was not the best father, he and he was aware that he was not the best father, mm-hmm. you knew... This man literally ran into a burning building to save his baby. Yep. That is Nicholas Castan. Like he listen, he gone he he may have messed up 10 out of 10 times, <laughs> but he tried. Yeah, and, and you can tell he always time. wanted to be better for Spencer. He loved his son down. And I think what's missing with Nicholas recently is that you don't get the sense that he loves 
Spencer. Yeah. The way that he's supposed to love Spencer. The way that we are used to seeing him love Spencer. And I'm going to tell you exactly when the moment was that I figured out that, oh, they don't, they don't get their relationship at all. It was when he said to his child, we would have made a place in our family for you. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Like Spencer's yeah. just an afterthought now. Yep. We would have made a place for you. Bitch, it's my place. Like that part. <laughs> that that was the moment where I was like, oh, oh, this is where this is where we are now. Okay. Okay. Cause that that was so far removed from who Nicholas was as a person and as a parent. And it just mm, I don't know. Yeah, fix it, Jesus. Yeah, I'm like I'm pre- <laughs> I'm president of the Nicholas Castle as a terrible father club and I'll be damned. He ain't this damn bad. (laughs) Like, he's just so nonchalant and absent-minded consistently. And that's not him. He doesn't, like, he doesn't seem to care to want to be better for his sons. Thank God Ace can't remember this shit. Spencer's gonna be fucked forever. (laughs) And, and and, And making fucked up choices because of it. And what's like particularly frustrating and like, I don't know how aware of things he would be, but like, it's particularly frustrating when you realize that Spencer had just like before Nicholas disappeared, like after or whatever, like shortly after he had his breakthrough and he realized that like, oh, I was not, you know, I was, I wasn't really being fair with my father. If If he were here, I would like, the opportunity to fix things and now nicholas is squashing the opportunity he didn't know he had it's just y'all are doing a lot y'all are he's he's crap in the bed every chance he gets and it does not help and like it doesn't help that like laura is nowhere to be found yeah yeah, Jeannie. And I know she's vacation. tired. Like I know she's tired. She's been Jeannie dealing with cast vac- dying drama since like 1981. I get it, <laughs> sis. I understand. And this is where you wake up, Lulu. This is where you recast Lucky because you need people there to remind Spencer that his father is not that bad when this shit comes out. Yeah. But you have nobody. Alexis, and, and, you got Alexis. Uh, that's and Alexis, it. Alexis tried, but Nicholas keeps shutting her down. You need people who are who are going to be the stubborn type who will not shut up, and Lulu fits that bill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and Lulu, Lulu would be the one. They need to recast Lulu because before all is said and done, Lulu is a Spencer first, and she is Laura's baby girl, and she is Nicholas's baby sister. Nicholas came to town to save her life. He would listen to her. Like they just, I don't. And like, no shade to Adam Huss because he's he's great. Like he he's not the problem at all. It's, it's the writing. Yeah. Oh yeah, they set him up. They just like, <laughs> just like, damn. Like we do. I do like him more than Marcus, 
as far as the role, but he can only do so much when you keep writing the most ridiculous, insane shit for Nicholas. But my making the rounds and my praise out of praise or shade are going to be the same thing. And it's Eddie records a song with Olivia and Leo. And um, I don't know what happened, y'all, but I'm kind of changing my mind on the Eddie Main story because I am really liking the softer version of Eddie being more vulnerable with Olivia. I love the way that Eddie is with Leo. Like, I don't just the the last few weeks and the turn that this story has taken of where it seems like Olivia and Eddie are going to fall in love again and then you still have Eddie kind of trying to figure out how to connect with Leo because he knows that Leo needs his father so he's trying to do the best that he can given the situation like it's all just kind of working for me in a way that I wasn't really expecting it to and the song was so beautiful and I loved seeing Leo like so interested in all of the buttons and things. Like, can we make Leo a music engineer? I think that would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Leo said he's going to be one of the hit makers. There's, oh, it's no baby. secret how I don't care for music on these shows. <laughs> but those scenes were really cute. Um, It also like when they were walking down the hallway about to get to the studio, um, it genuinely felt like Wally Curve made like a, a choice to like drop the act and just play Ned in that moment because it felt like it we were just watching Ned, Olivia, and Leo do something fun. Even the way he reacted with Leo, it like as, as he was talking to him before he went in the booth, like you can tell that Wally Curve has experience with kids who have I forget what, what was Leo's exact diagnosis was it on the spectrum or was yeah, it he's he's on the spectrum he has autism okay like you can yeah they have oh my god he gives such good dad <laughs> and it's because Wally has a, a, a special you know Wally has a son I believe who is autistic as well you can really see that he knows exactly how to relate to Leo He's just so sweet and so gentle with him and just ugh. and I can My rock heart. with this story. I can rock with this story as long as Eddie remains exactly like this. Though I swear to God, I did think that his memories were gonna start to come back as he was singing. I, I was okay with that. I yeah, would have been same. fine. I, it, it felt like it was going there because he kind of it, it was the aha moment of when he figured out the line but I swear I thought he was going to start having flashbacks in that moment and if he did I would have cried I'm not I'm not even gonna lie I would have cried if he did I'm gonna be honest with y'all I'm gonna be mad if we because I look <laughs> look in my head in my head, the only re the, the like the only reason they're stretching this out is they're stretching this out for like Nina's exposal, which we know is coming this fall. Right. If Nina gets exposed and he's still Eddie Main, listen, <laughs> we're gonna fight. <laughs> we gonna fight um, <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna be unable. To, I'm telling you now, I'm going to be unable to do it. I'm giving y'all grace until we get to that point. You exceed that point. 
and you're gonna have to meet me on the grass because I do think they're laying the groundwork though because I think this was the week before when Olivia and Eddie were doing that walkthrough and Nina came in in the middle of it I almost thought he was gonna be triggered to have a memory I, just, I did too yeah I remember yeah that. I just they need to do this wrap this up sooner rather than later because it's it's not okay it's not as bad as it was. I'll give it that. It's not, it's not as bad as it was. And I think like a lot of that is just like certain parts of performances. Like when Tracy was talking to him in the park, that got me. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. That got me too. That got me. And like seeing him bond with Leo. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wally is he he's 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 getting me he's getting me I'm not gonna lie he is but the story is just it's not the greatest and it doesn't need to go very long but I'm I I am not as anti this story as I was and I'm as long as we stay here if we if we if we pivot back to any <laughs> the asshole I'm going to be right back on the fuck this story ship. But for right now, I'm good. Which is why I am picking it as both by making the rounds and praise or shade. Nick, are you praising or shading this week? Um, I'm a shade because which one? Um... <laughs> yeah, not oh, which you have, one. You have multiple things. Yeah, um... I think we've talked about the poor situation enough. I think people got the gist of it. The TJ Molly surrogacy story. Oh boy. Yeah. Shitty recast aside. And it's not like she's not a bad actress. Brooke Ann Smith just isn't Molly. Can we focus on TJ and Molly? Woo! Wouldn't that be nice? I'm like, I genuinely thought Christina not being the surrogate would save us from this hell. But no, it's 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 illogical it doesn't mean why is she so involved in this story because she's about to become the surrogate because this surrogacy is likely going to fail oh, I, just, I don't <laughs> want it i've never wanted it i've been honest like okay fuck it break them up like i don't i don't i don't please god don't do this to me like <laughs> set tj free that's where i'm at i'm tired i just wanted to see him get some point of view and some more heartfelt things because taj is very good at that and i'm not we getting were getting that. we were and briefly it- <laughs> and now it's all about the the davis three well the davis two because sam's a supporting character too and Molly and Christina fighting about shit that they don't want to actually say, but they're just still fighting about it. Like, say the shit that you're fighting about. Don't dance around the subject. Say what the issue is. But, yeah, I don't... I'm not interested in this story at all because the person I wanted to see in it isn't in it. TJ. I'm not saying I need him to take the lead on a surrogacy story. He is a man. He's not the one that can't give birth. The baby's actually gonna be his. Just, but I would like to see his perspective and their perspective as a unit and them trying to grapple with this. Like, I would, I would like to see 
Molly and TJ struggling with the fact that TJ can bond with this child because it's still his and Molly trying to make peace with that and also trying to understand that she can still bond with this baby too I want to see the journey for TJ and Molly I don't give a fuck about Molly and Christina's shitty relationship I don't care I don't it's just this is a weird vehicle to use to try to explore that yeah and it's And I told y'all in when they said it in the preview, I said they're gonna make her Molly and TJ surrogate, aren't they? I'm like, no, maybe not. I'm like, yeah, they are. <laughs> they are. And if and if they don't, still we're there's still so much of Christina involved. I get why people are annoyed with Christina. She takes over. She has that takeover spirit, and not it's not always the character itself, but the way they use the character she kind of pushes everything and everyone else to the to the side and i'm tired because that's not who i wanted to see i like kate manzi in the role i they need to focus more on her center and the foundation give it a name so we can stop calling it the lgbtq plus give it all you have a to name say the, all the you have to say is house that's what yes, it's called that is the name and yet oh. <laughs> she keeps calling it the f- she keeps you know using what? its full government name for no reason. Not its government name. Not this. Yeah, like just focus on what needs to be focused on in this story. And I think even with the Molly recast, people would be okay or just tolerate it. But people hate it because it's not about what it's supposed to be about. Yeah, that's my shade. All right, Dylan, are you praising or shading this week? Uh huh. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of torn because like this week was a mixed bag very <laughs> uh, I will say this I will praise the fact that stories are moving because for so long we have yeah. been stuck yeah. in neutral yeah so like I'm not happy with the direction everything is going in but at least we're moving, and so I will give them that. I need y'all to be careful of where we're going. But... <laughs> Take out the GPS if you have to, so okay. we can get to our destination in a better way. That part. <laughs> Ways exist. Use it. They always give you the better routes. <laughs> but at least we are moving, and I'm just going to be hopeful that we continue to move because if y'all stop one more time with any of this because all of these stories have been going for a minute now over a year it's time to wrap some things up but we're moving we're moving we're people are awake people are (laughs) (laughs) we're getting explanations we're okay i'm okay we're getting reveals we're we're moving stuff is happening finally so I will I will praise them for y'all y'all have met the bare minimum. Hey. <laughs> okay. Keep keep it going. Keep it going. We, yeah. Let's raise the bar now. Yeah. Let's go. All right. Does anybody else have any final thoughts? Um one we brought it up earlier, but just genuinely be mindful of how you critique specific characters, specifically black female characters. 
Like, take that shit to the group chat. We can take it to Honestly. the group Honestly. Like, there are many times I've had to say stuff to Dylan <laughs> privately because I didn't want to say it in front of On everybody. The timeline, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, listen, listen. It's like the elders used to say certain things don't need to be said in mixed company. Yep. Keep, yeah. keep it in the house. Yeah. particularly and I'm going to be very specific here particularly when y'all start going in on her features ooh I'm a, I missed that I, I have too, not I would have been cussing you know I was yeah we're gonna talk about that off off air <laughs> <laughs> like and I get it I I I understand that when y'all are talking about Portia's hair or her shade or whatever, that you're oh. that you're doing it in a particular way. Everybody who's retweeting you, everybody who's adding commentary, is not doing it in that way. Y'all need to be mindful of the things that you're putting out there publicly. That's that's what that is. Be mad if you want to be mad. If you, if you want to tussle, you know where I am. <laughs> <laughs> like it just it needs to be said y'all need to clean that up a little bit a lot I ain't being nice about it just clean it up <laughs> get your shit together <laughs> <sighs> alright and on that note we'll see y'all next week bye everybody bye y'all later y'all